Hey there, it's Joel with Path Design Podcast, and I just wanted to come on here real quick. As you know, if you follow the program, we are in the middle of releasing the four-part Judgment is Coming series, and uh, it is ongoing, scattered out over a week to maybe 10 days as far as releasing those four parts. But here we are in our household and perhaps um, in yours as well. If you live according to um, the best that we can, Yahweh's calendar, according to his feast days, and not the the Gregorian calendar of the world, Um, you, like ourselves in in our home, um, just came through Yom Teruah, trumpets. And we had a day of shouting and a remembering what was and an embracing of what is and, of course, the pronouncement of of what is yet before us, what is yet to come when the trumpet blasts and and Yeshua um, returns in the same way that he left um, in the clouds. And... Here we are now, we're in this, this holding pattern, if you will, we're, we're anticipating Day of Atonement, and of course, within mere days after that, we will enter into Sukkot, um, Feast of Tabernacles, where we and other brothers and sisters will have an incredible eight days of camping, and eating, and singing, and praying, and praising, and, and sharing in this wonderful life that we've been given as we have been invited into remembering Yahweh's feast, his appointed times. But as of, as of right this second, I've been working today, of course, and I've been, and been kind of going over in my mind things that I've added to my understanding in, in mere knowledge and in experience over um, Yahweh's feasts. And thinking specifically about what is next up on the calendar is, as I already mentioned, of course, Day of Atonement. And Day of Atonement is is, is incredible in, in, in scale. Um, for the Jewish people, it was this incredible set-apart day. We've done series on it here um, throughout the years. Um, you can go back and look for those. I don't even know how to link to those on a phone uh, video. I'm not quite that advanced. But it was this this day of Anah, and, and in this season, you are to be found afflicting yourselves, um, uh, depressing yourself, and like you lay yourself low as a servant, and as a as I've alluded to in series that we've recorded in the past towards this Anah, in, um, in regards to Day of Atonement specifically, we are to be enslaved. Um, we, we've walked through. In those studies, we walk through the biblical use of this word ana. Um, we see it with Sarai and Hagar. Hagar was told by the angel to go back and ana herself towards Sarai, her master, which was what? You go back and you abase yourself. You lay yourself low. Um, whether you think it's right or not is really insignificant in the master-servant understanding. That is your role. That is your place. And what I turn this on for today specifically is, is kind of in three parts. One is this ana, and, and I would propose to any of you who are watching, uh, uh, maybe you don't do the Feast of Yahweh. You've been told they're just the Feast of the Jews, and you're not a Jew. Um, I would encourage you to revisit whose feasts they are. They are the Father's possession. They're literally His, created in Genesis, and they're called His Moedim individually called moed they are his appointed times which has been poorly translated to say seasons that's why he hung all the lights in the heavens and um for his seasons for his moedim um and we have been we have inherited a doctrine that 
probably, if I could uh, reach through the phone and get into your mind and your doctrinal thinking and what you've literally been indoctrinated to believe is that in Jesus, in Messiah now, all these things are for fulfilled um, and eradicated by Jesus's coming and thereby you literally live in him because he enveloped, embodied, and fulfilled, accomplished all of it within himself. So now we literally, we kind of inherit um, only in metaphor. We, we, inher <clears throat> we inherit everything that he embodied, which was everything that pointed to him. Now what I talk about a lot on the program is that even in the Newer Testament, we are told, don't let anyone judge you towards um, festivals and new moon and Sabbath, and it goes on to say why, clearly, because these are, are a shadow. They are a, a shadow, a marker of what is to come, okay? And so many versions, possibly yours and several of mine, say they are only, and only is in italics, and if you read the notes, it's been added to promote this doctrine of only, they're only a shadow, this lessening and diminishing, when in fact, they are still, as they were in Paul's day, as they were post-Yeshua, after Acts chapter 2, these remain a shadow of what will come in the future. So I say this to anyone who has ears to hear. What if, in our embracing of all these things being perfectly fulfilled and thereby not applicable to us, we have missed the baseline principles within each feast and their purposes, because they did have purposes, specific, more so than just finding Jesus in the feasts. They had specific purposes as the Anah, which I just alluded to, which was what? Humble yourself, abase yourself, depress yourself down to the ground as a servant slave to your master. Why? Because on this day, that is a few days from here, several days, you are, you are boasting in the work of the great high priest. Because that's the, that's the thing that's so fascinating about atonement. The, the, the instructions for atonement is to anah oneself, afflict yourself, deny yourself. And well, I do that every day. We talk about that all the time. No, you don't. No, not to the level that is expected on a day of atonement. Why? Because again, here we are. This is Yahweh's day. This is Yahweh's appointment for men to humble themselves to an elevated level, a deeper level of introspection that is necessary for us to get to the heart matters that sometimes in life, even if we, even if we walk in humility, friends, we need introspection. We need to stop, and is it too much to carve out a day to literally examine ourselves to the utmost and cry out as a, as a servant to our master in absolute dependence on him? Just for a day. I don't feel like that's too much to offer um, our creator. But the second facet of that, again, that I already alluded to barely just a second ago, is that on this day, the command is to kindle a fire and stay home because it's it's a Sabbath. It's a Shabbat day. And so you stay home and you, what? You bask in the work of the high priest. The high priest has his busiest day of the entire year in history on Day of Atonement. Why? He is 
working, laboring on behalf of the people. And friends, so here we are. If we don't understand the work of the high priest that preceded the great high priest, we will never rightly exalt the work of our great high priest, Messiah, who right now is interceding for you, for me, as a great high priest. To those who what? I'm nah. To those who stay home and keep, keep, which is what? We've talked about that. To those who shamer, the fourth commandment, which is what? Remember my Sabbath. Remember my Sabbath, my people, because my holy consecrated set apart people keep my holy consecrated set apart days, moedim, festivals, feasts. And lastly, to get to the guts of this, I really do want to anah. I want to. I literally, as much as I feel like I, I understand it and know what I'm saying, what I'm asking, I believe that's imperative. Father, search me, know me, try me, see if there's any wicked, wicked way in me. I know there is. I know there is. I want to abase myself. I want to be humbled. I want to be consecrated. I want to become sanctified into the likeness of the Messiah. But here's the thing. And this is the heart level reality of this. It happened this morning and I resisted it. You know why? Because it came through my wife. I resisted an opportunity to do what I say I want to do. I say I want this. I want this. I cried out to the Father, oh, purify me, perfect me, help me, Father, to become a son who's pleasing in your sight like, like my like my Messiah, the firstborn of many brethren. Let me be in the lineage of the last Adam. Please, let me be a suffering servant. I want that, and I do. But here's the thing, friend. We don't get to pick how that comes. We get to choose whether or not we embrace what comes, but we don't get to choose what Father custom designs to bring us to a place of decision where we say yes or we say no. Do you hear what I'm saying? All this super spiritual talk right now is like we sit down in a chair and plug ourselves into some device and Holy Spirit just purifies us and makes us holy by some infusion or something. This spiritual talk of Holy Spirit just came in a gathering I was in and poof, we all left holy. I don't see that anywhere in the word of Elohim. Nowhere. I do not see that. What do I see? I see Holy Spirit coming and I see men hitting the floor in a response to the, the weight of conviction. An opportunity to enter into Father's rest and the fruit of that comes through our willingness to obey and receive what comes to us to humble us, to see whether or not we will ana and lay ourselves low. So here's the thing, friend. How about your life? We can't say, okay, I will receive, we can. I'll receive this humbling. I'll receive this humbling. I'll receive this humbling. Those aren't too hard for me. But friend, what about when it comes through a vehicle through a means, through an event, through an experience that, you know what, I, I'm not, no. 
Not like that. And we may not even be deliberate. I wasn't like that this morning. I would never say, hush your mouth, wife. Don't you know who you're speaking to? It's not like that. It is just this, it's this hard-hearted resistance. Many times in ignorance in the, in the, in the moment, because we, we are all offendable in some place of our, of our heart, our emotions, our minds, relationally. But then what? What do we do? Do we recognize it and say, oh, quickly, hopefully, is what we're going for. Oh, no. This is what I've been praying for. This is what I've been crying out for. Father, in your mercy, in your patience, in your kindness, in your goodness, in a way that I can actually respond rightly, please bring me to a place to ana and to humble myself. I didn't do that well today. And it doesn't make me a horrible husband, an awful, you know, oh, I didn't please God. I'm just a wretched sinner. No. I just got too much natural man still hanging on and here. So what do we do, friends? We spend the rest of our lives practicing, which is why the feasts matter, friend. If you don't do the feasts because you think, I already do all that, friend, you're just arrogant. You're just arrogant. I don't need Sabbath rest. I'm in the Sabbath rest every day of the week. No, you're not. <laughs> I already am humble. I don't need humbled. Well, that's the first sign you're not humble. We need Father's good ways. We need his cyclical patterns, his, his cycle of his Moedim feasts. Because he created them for us to enter into so that we are constantly reminded who we are, who we are not yet, and who he desires us to become. Because often those are not all the same. In fact, they're never all the same. We are becoming transformed into the likeness of our Messiah, who, guess what, was the suffering servant. And friends, he walked out perfectly his father's Torah. And he kept the feasts. And so did all the brothers that followed him up until the third century when things started being sliced and diced and removed from the body of Messiah. So what about us? Who are we going to be? Are we above these things? Am I disqualified now because I didn't receive Father's offer to annul myself before my wife this morning? No. His mercy is everlasting. Thankfully so. Because I need it. Do you need it, friend? So I hope you understand Father's ways. You probably understand him more than I do, but I'm learning. His patterns are good. It's for our good. It's to, it's to move us from death to life. It's to redeem us. It's to give us these practicing um, examples, these opportunities to be sanctified now so that I'm more rightly um, presentable to him when the time comes. Purified now in this body of flesh, awaiting a whole new reality. Praise the Father for that. And one day, all this is going to be made right, redeemed by the perfect Redeemer. I hope you know that. So make sure you're finding yourself, humbling yourself today. Yahweh's feasts are a great way to do it. I hope that you will consider that if you have not already. Be blessed. Stay tuned. All the judgment 
This coming series uh, will be coming out for the next couple of days. Make sure you watch that. I believe it's very important and critical for the uh, body of Messiah in this hour. Have a good day. Amen.